We believe that you are strong by design, and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hi, and welcome to the Strong by Design podcast. I am your host today, Tanya Fines, and I am joined by Dr. Dr. Chris Ravise. Hopefully I said that right. She's joining me from Finland. So this was a little bit of um, a navigational uh, process to try to figure out what was a good time to connect and do this. So we were both awake. Um, So I I can't say enough thanks. For, um, for Dr. Chris um, making time in her busy schedule to join us, but I'm super excited to have this conversation today. She has got an incredibly impressive IG page with lots of things that I love. So without further ado, I want to get right into it. Dr. Ravise, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so what's it like in Finland right now? Uh, we've got what they call... Uh, winter or winter spring okay yeah <laughs> okay so we've had this wonderful spring mornings and it was sunny and we had the positives and now we're back at minus 11 oh okay now is that celsius or fahrenheit no it's celsius okay yeah because i'm i'm originally from canada so i understand celsius yeah. so okay okay good yeah good. yeah so um please tell us a bit about yourself um, well, actually, yeah, you've got, I mean, you have got a, a very impressive, I, I have your, your podcast page pulled up here to look at because you've got a podcast, which we're going to share all of, all the things with our um, listening audience so that they know where to find you. But yeah, tell, you. Tell, us, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and how you got into this whole line of uh, health and wellness that is just so awesomely holistic. Okay. It might be a long story though. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Okay. So I'm born and bred South African. Okay. But I found my new home here in Finland. Um, I'm at that lovely age where I feel that I have lived enough to have experience to add to the knowledge, (laughs) Mm, but also where I feel I no longer have to compete. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have three kiddos, two boys and a little girl, Mm. the girl being the youngest at four years old. So a very busy and often exhausted mom. Yes. (laughs) I have pretty much been in sport and exercise all my life. Um, I love sport and exercise and I love trying something new. This year I tried some Nordic skiing. I loved it. (laughs) But I think everybody here knows I'm a newbie. Yeah. <laughs> they just check out and say, oh, that one, she doesn't, <laughs> she's not from here. Because uh, I just kind of taught myself. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just something interesting. I have a shoe fetish. I love shoes. I believe that a oh. pair of fabulous high heels can bring some pizzazz to any outfit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but to come back to my career, I straight out of high school, I went to university and I studied uh, human movement science. Okay. From there, I carried on with an honors degree in the same, master's degree and a PhD. Oh. Uh, my PhD was actually on wellness, corporate wellness. And that is where I started on the first journey of understanding that wellness is not just health, what we eat and our bodies and that. 
But I went into private practice as a practitioner and I worked with many clients, uh, rehabilitation, transformation, that type of thing. Okay. And I was an academic at some point, teaching, (laughs) uh, you know, doing research, all of that. And it was only when I, after my third child was born, after the age of 40, suddenly got to a place where I was like, okay, I've got all this knowledge and I have no idea how to pull myself up and get back to this place of being comfortable in my own skin. You must remember, after 40, you've dropped the illusions of having a rock hard body and sporting a six pack and all it can still happen. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It can still happen. But I mean, it's, it's kind of, you, you, you start ha- other things, prioritize other things. And that is when I had to kind of go through a self-discovery process of, okay, so what is the things that I learned from my clients? What are the things over the years that I help them with, help them to overcome? And then also used my research on behavior change and behavior science that I spent many years on and kind of had to put together a new way of doing what I've been doing for most of my life. Mm. And yeah, I just got so fired up and I managed to pull myself back up and I just, yeah, want to share this with the world. Wow, that's amazing. And you do. Um, I'm looking at your Instagram and you share so much on here. Um, so we are going to tell people where to find that. But this this Instagram has got just so much and it's so good because you aren't selling. Um, well, you aren't selling anything, but you aren't. Uh, giving people the illusion of like what you just said, this perfection, whatever perfection is, like some secret magic formula, but you're really selling, like to me, you're really selling joy. You know, when I look at this, I look and I see like, (laughs) there's a lot of joy here because these are just things that we can do and things to consider. I mean, for example, I'm just going to read off the title of some of these posts, you know, signs, (laughs) signs that you're winning at life. You know, there's more to life than losing weight signs. You're making progress. And these are just realistic real life things that I think a lot of us have forgotten in the age of things like social media and what we see and the, you know, what we're visually hit with daily can, I think it's somehow really twisted and altered our perception to the point that we may, some of us may look amazing, but I just wonder how really, well and healthy we are. Absolutely. Let me tell you a secret that most Mm -hmm. people don't know. Okay. So I set up, when I moved to Finland, I set up um, kind of, that's the first venture I did, kind of an online training thing because here I am, I have to go to the world because I cannot speak Finnish. Right. I'm learning, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I was, because of what is out there, too scared to actually put myself out there because I felt at the age of 40 plus, I am in good shape, but not in good enough shape because Uh. I'm competing with 20 year olds with six packs and bootylicious bums that's (laughs) on social media. And I mean, that's all good and, and, you know, good for them. But it, it did take away from me that whole thing of being able to just share the real thing, real life Mm. things, because Mm -hmm. life is not just about fitting into a very tiny bikini. 
Yeah. Uh, there's more to life that make, doesn't make you happy. And that's, I think that's part of my message. And what I've seen with all my clients, you know, these excuses of uh, once I've lost the five kilos or once I've lost these 10 kilos, then yes. I will do this or that, or then I will be happy, or yes. then I'll start my business because I'll have more confidence. And true, feeling good in your own skin does give you confidence, but really, are you really going to let weight keep you from achieving a better life or being happy? Mm. That is just, you know, something like you said, social media has brought onto us, unfortunately. Right. So do you actually work with clients? Like, do you work with people and helping them sort of get this mindset in alignment with their life and like all of those elements and all of the moving parts? Because there's, I mean, in one individual life, there is so many moving elements. Yes. So do you actually work with people and help them, you know, to get real and find yes. their joy in a realistic way that fits their life? Yes. Yes, I do. It is not my, my main business, mm -hmm. but I do have clients that I do work with and I take them through a process. And let me just tell everybody out there, if you want to work with me, you know, you got to be willing to go real and real deep yeah. <laughs> because we really go through a process of understanding and uncovering exactly what it is that's keeping you from reaching whatever it is you want to achieve. Of course, I'm physical activity, nutrition, that's my background. So that mm -hmm. would be our main focus, but it doesn't mean we don't touch on other elements of it because the principles are the same when it comes to behavior change. We end up having this mind block about something and whether it's related to my work or my success or my money or my family or my health and wellness, it's a mind block. And once you can go through a process and uncover where did that start, only then can you start to work through that and then also put some practical steps in place to really overcome because it's easy to just plop on a new habit. I say, you know, it's like just icing a cake. If the cake underneath is crap, the icing yeah. is not going to make it better. It maybe right. look better, but it doesn't, right. <laughs> doesn't make it better. So, yeah, so, so I, I take them through this, this real transformation process. Our team would like to thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. And if you're enjoying today's show, Please share this episode with at least one friend or family member who will benefit from this message. And please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. That's strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. So what would you say is your wellness philosophy? Talk about that. Okay, so my wellness philosophy, hmm. we are definitely more than just body and not just even body and mind. Mm -hmm. I believe that wellness is everything we experience in our lives. And this includes money and relationships. Mm -hmm. And that all of these areas, our bodies and minds are however involved or we experience life in these two factors mostly with our bodies and our minds. So the mind-body connection is where it all starts. And when we can that in balance, we need to, uh, we, we can really, you know, live a happier and more fulfilled life. Wow. That's, um, I mean, it's, 
when I listen to you speak, it just, it resonates like that resonates. And I actually think to a lot of people listening, it resonates with them too. But I wonder if, and I'd like you to weigh in on this, is how mm-hmm. many people sitting and listening go, yeah, yeah, that's, I get it. It resonates. And then just don't know how to get there because they don't know where to start because they have no idea where they're at. Exactly. No, I think that's, that's 90% of us. I mean, I was there. Mm-hmm. I was definitely there. I knew this from an intellectual level. I did my PhD on this, you know, the seven elements of wellness and yeah. what all the things you have to do. And, you know, well, that's what my PhD was all about. And I did it in a corporate environment as well. Yet, when I sat there, uh, a new mom and suddenly having to deal with weight that I cannot get off and, you know, having these habits of eating for comfort and out of boredom and I don't know, all kinds of things and looking at the weather, and, oh, it's snowing. I can't go out. I think, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, then I, I had to, to really dig deep and understand, you know, okay, so how do we evaluate? How do I define where is it at and where I'm going to focus in? Because even though we're this holistic being, having all these elements in our lives, it is so overwhelming mm-hmm. if you start like, I'm going to change my life. Right. Do it all at once. <laughs> right. Do it all at once. Yeah. It's yeah. so overwhelming. So, and that's part of the thing that, that when I work with clients is we have to start at a point. So we evaluate which point is it for you. And for mm-hmm. most people, it is the physical part because that's the easy part. That's what we experience life in the most. Yeah. So we start there. And we start changing things. And as you're getting more empowered and starting to, to overcome in the physical, we start working on the other elements of your life. Right. And then we start bringing the mind-body mm. connection and then the mind and the rest of your life connection in. Beautiful. And do you find with people that you work with, once they, once they can get past that, because I feel like that's a bit of a process, just getting um, somehow working through that 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 uh, mindset of wanting to do it all. Like somebody that's like, I'm going to quit smoking and lose weight and do all these things. And so they go home and they throw out all the bad groceries and they, they just try to go cold turkey on everything. And then it ends up completely sabotaging them. Hmm. But once you're able to work through and sort of def- like reframe that thinking, like we're going to get there one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Once they get there, and start having success or feeling a certain way, change, things start to change in one element. The pieces gradually with that momentum just gradually kind of start to fall into place with less and less sort of like hard work. I mean, it's all work, but it's more, I don't know, would you say it's almost more intention? Becomes more intention than the hard work. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's almost like once they start once, like you said, you actually had, had a very good analogy there. Once the one piece falls into place, linking to the others, it's almost like the others just come together. Yeah. There are, of course, always some areas that we need to work harder on. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's usually the areas that we have failed most in our lives. Right. That we have to work harder on. And that's not always the ones that we start with. That might be once later. Because right. celebrating a success, starting yes. to understand, oh, I can actually do this. I yes. did that. I am amazing enough to have done that, to have overcome that, mm-hmm. set you up for success, overcoming the bigger things. How important is it to celebrate our successes, no matter how small? What's your opinion oh, on that? Absolutely. We have yeah. to. I think we're not celebrated enough. Right. In life, we focus on faults, we focus on problems, we focus on you know all these things. And then, okay, I lost a kilo. Oh, okay, only a kilo. 
rather than yes kilo closer to my goal i made it <laughs> yes yeah and i'm sure you've probably seen as those of us that work in the health and wellness industry that like that 1 kilo it has mm-hmm. to be celebrated because the minute you do that's part of that rewiring in the brain um to help you know it's just that mindset and that shifting and the new behaviors and the new patterns that all of a sudden losing the next kilo it's not that it's easy but it becomes easier because of that 2 degree shift in how we think and see things but the minute we don't celebrate it and tell us well what a big deal now we loop back into that whole negative dialogue and would you say that that negative internal dialogue is just it's really a form of self sabotage whether it's conscious or unconscious because i think from person to person can be i think some of us are self saboteurs but it you know ultimately is self sabotage and i think a person's internal dialogue the way they speak to themselves and about themselves is one of the biggest roadblocks they hit that affects all elements oh absolutely i cannot agree with you more because it's i cannot lose weight i cannot lose weight now i've lost the kilo oh but i'm going to gain it again right <laughs> you know what yeah you probably are <laughs> if you think that way right. or then you have to prove to yourself that you're going to gain mm. it again so you end up eating half a cake right <laughs> so with what you, you know, said there cuz i wanted i want to touch on something cuz you made me think of something mm-hmm. like yeah um i lost a kilo but i'll probably gain it back how much of that do you think is people just fearful that they might actually be successful because all of a sudden when we start to have success and we feel like you know we're feeling better whether we want to admit it or not we're looking better now we can do more all of a sudden well expectations will go up expectations of ourselves expectations as other people have on us so if we go well i lost a kilo but i'll probably gain it back is a way of almost staying safe because heaven forbid we actually have success mm-hmm. how many how much of that is fear based I think all of it is fear based whether you whether it's fear of failure or fear of success right because we have people that fear I'm not going to tell people because one of the processes we go through is get a buddy get somebody that your accountability buddy yeah and often that is why people make use of my services or services of other health coaches and wellness coaches is because they don't want to say to loved ones that I'm on this journey because they fearing that they will fail because they tried so many times before right that's part of it and the success one that's a very interesting phenomena and i have actually seen it in clients where they doing so well and their lives are starting to change in terms of they feeling more confident they getting more attention and suddenly it's like i don't know what to do with this i'm not ready for this and they they almost fearful that i will become vain or i will become <laughs> you know yeah. something other than who i am just because i'm suddenly looking different on the outside and that is why i believe it is so important that whenever you embark on a health journey that you do the mind work as well mm-hmm. and that you see it as a journey that is why most people when they lose weight fast they gain it all back because they didn't go through first of all all the habits and the physical things right. of changing habits and establishing good habits i mean that yeah. is key of all but it's also about how they change externally makes them feel internally temporarily sometimes good but then the fear sets in right. of what does it mean looking to win some free critical bench swag here's how Subscribe to the Strong by Design podcast on iTunes and then visit us on Instagram at the Critical Bench 
to let us know you're a subscriber. Be sure to DM us to get your free gifts. Talk about, I was reading something very interesting that uh, you were either talking about it or writing about it, but the yesterday, today, and tomorrow bush. Tell us what that is. What is that? So you've been on my LinkedIn. I have, yes. Okay, so the original name or the real name is Brunfelsia. Okay. (laughs) So it is an evergreen bush and it's actually from tropical America. Okay. It has got flowers that change color over a couple of days from violet to like a lavenderly blue and then white. But because the flowers flower at different times, you often find all of this on the bush at the same time. It's a beautiful bush and it smells absolutely wonderful. Mm. So when I had to describe my work to people, it can be really problematic (laughs) to say the least. Yeah. Uh, And I felt like, okay, this bush kind of represents it the best because I have a PhD in human movement science or clinical exercise physiology, which is a, a more known term to most Mm. people. I was a teacher and researcher in this field combined with nutrition. Mm -hmm. But in my journey as a teacher, I had to suddenly realize that, okay, the way in which I'm teaching is not reaching these young ones in front of me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to be, you know, thinking out of the box and create new ways to teach and, you know, get them engaged. And that's brought me into the space of technology. Now, just a very clear note, I think up the things and I think up the ways in which we can teach better with technology and I get somebody else to make the technology. (laughs) Right. So, yes. And then when I moved from sunny South Africa to freezing Finland, uh, I suddenly realized it's not that easy to find work as a researcher and lecturer with a PhD in a non-English speaking country. Right. And especially in my field. Mm-hmm. So, and I told you the story of feeling fearful of my own environment and how I present it outside. I decided to start up an educational technology company okay. that I help corporate companies to integrate existing edutech in their training and learning environments mm-hmm. based on my research and experience that I had with that in, in the health sector. And then I sometimes create new ones together with um, the end users. I am a firm believer on getting end user engagement, working with the person rather than just coming up with a solution. And I think that comes from my whole approach with my, my wellness clients as well. I don't tell you, here's your diet, here's your exercise, this is what you're going to do. We work together. We work together at a solution. We work through this so that we can get to the solution. Right. So, yeah. And then as I went through this own journey of myself, I realized, you know what, I need to share this with people because we are all stuck. I've had so many clients in the past that we had great successes with. And I've had now for the first time empathy with what they went through and I just need to share it. And that's actually when it all became together. Mm. My experience with, you know, technology, creating engaging content, how to engage an audience in online um, teaching learning environment and then you know putting it all together with my passion and love for wellness okay. and then I'm also a medical consultant to a digital digital health company here in Finland okay so, so busy yeah. very busy woman and family I love it I love yeah. it <laughs> yeah no exactly it's a like you obviously are thriving with that 
Um, I want to, again, going back to your, because I, I do, I love your IG page. So there was oh, a few thank you. on here that I wanted to, to talk about. And uh, one of this, one of the posts you made is signs that you're making progress. And I want you mm. to talk about it because they're so nice. Like these are not huge, huge, big, like you made the Olympic team or you, you know, you lost 30 pounds in a month. And I think that this is something that a lot of people probably experience on and off maybe, or some more regularly. But again, we go back to celebrating or just the awareness, awareness that you're making progress. These are things that are getting better. So talk about these signs that you're making progress. Well, I think you said it. It comes back to celebrating the small successes. When we're on this journey, we often see I'm not where I'm at. I've not lost my 30 kilos or it's such a long journey or I've made, I've lost five, but there's still 30 to go. And it has to do with the way we think true. Mm -hmm. But by living a healthy and fulfilled life is all about balance and living in the moment, appreciating each moment and enjoying each moment. Otherwise it becomes, you know, a drag. If you're always trying to lose weight and you're always on a diet and you're always deprived and you always cannot participate because you feel uh, sluggish or tired or whatever it is that you are dealing with and all relevant things, you are taking so much away from life. You're just really taking much away from your experience of life. Mm-hmm. So by appreciating each moment and acknowledging, you know, that whatever it is that you are working on, you are actually making a great progress. Exactly. You are actually doing something. You're sleeping better. Maybe it wasn't your goal, but you're actually sleeping better, which yeah. means you end up being more productive, right? right? You have a better mood. You drink more water and water is good for us. So maybe I didn't set out to drink more water, but now it's better for my body. So if you are just consistently doing this and you're making progress and you keep on doing it, in the end, you will end up where you're wanting to be. So instead of focusing on that big end goal, Focusing right. on the little achievements along yes. the way and, and, and other things that's starting happening that's good. And that's why oh, I'm getting excited now. That is why <laughs> wellness is such a passion for me because once you start implementing the physical habits in your life, you start realizing other things change. It has to do with your mood, your emotion, your thoughts. All of that start changing. The, the things are always interplayed. It's right. Not, and it all starts you know, to, in my, like, but, it starts building momentum. Like you get that yes, momentum if that, yeah. it builds momentum, if you have the awareness to recognize some of these little things that are easy to go, oh yeah, so I got six hours sleep last night, big deal. Well, no, you've been getting four or two or you're up and down all, you got six hours. And when you acknowledge that and go, oh, that, yeah, that was great. I do feel better today. I'm thinking more clearly. I, I was more productive at work. I didn't lose my temper with my kids all the, all day long. Um, all of these and drinking more water. And then all of a sudden, well, my shirt feels a little bit loose now. Like all of that stuff starts to build momentum if we give it the acknowledgement that it's progress. And also giving it the acknowledgement also helps you to really starting to enjoy the process. Right. Because that's why many people give up. We just don't enjoy the process. Right. Yeah, looking oh, it's, at that end goal. Ex- exactly. Oh, it's weekend again. We have a party. I can't have a glass of wine. can't have cake. Rather than, oh, you know what? I've done so well this week. I don't want this glass of wine. <laughs> I don't want that piece yeah. of cake because 
I'm just so happy in what I've achieved. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, yeah. Um, it's, there's so, there's, the mind-body connection is so big. It's so huge. It's so impactful. And then all of that does help in that. Um, I would often tell clients, we can't like go in and cut out those, like you're, if you think of the circuitry of the brain, like this massive roadmap with shortcuts and detours and all these things that we have over time with, um, you know, just, we have this default system. We go into autopilots with so many things and we can't undo them or unlearn them, but we can start doing new things in such a way with consistency that we actually rewire new habits, new patterns of behavior. And part of that is you have to be aware of it because if you're not aware of it, it just, it just goes by the way. So you actually have to have that acknowledgement and awareness so that it sticks and it continues to stick and it becomes your new way of doing things. So that mind body connection is huge. You could want to be all these things you want physically, but unless your brain is on board, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. My mom used to say, if you think whatever you think, you're almost probably right. Yes. <laughs> so, we're, I mean, it's amazing because before the secret and all of that came out, we are amazing manifestors already. It's mm. just we're manifesting all the stuff we don't want, but that's all we're thinking about. That's all we're talking about. That's all we're focusing on. So when you think about it, any of us out there that are just stuck or feel stuck and this, it's like the hamster on the wheel, the same thing, we are absolute masters of manifestation because we're getting exactly what we're thinking and focusing on all the time. Yours. You're so right. And I think that the problem with that is we don't want to take that self-responsibility. And that's all is huge. Yeah. When you go to that thing of, and, and, and whatever it is you're busy with, whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to be more productive, get rid of stress, you know, it doesn't matter. If you start taking responsibility that, you know what, I'm the reason that I'm 20 kilos overweight. Let's keep it easy. It's my, my fault. Yes. I made the choices as to what I put in my mouth. I made the choices not to get up and go to gym or whatever. Right. Once you start taking that responsibility, a shift starts happening. And then exactly. you start questioning, how yeah. can I change this? Right. What can I do? Right. Because you made the and choices to get there. So what other yes. choices do you make? Because making choices and ending up not where you want doesn't make anybody a bad person. I mean, how many of us have sat in a job for a couple of years that we just didn't like and you know, we made those choices and we took that job or you know, we do things every day that get us where we're at right now doesn't make us bad. It's part of the learning. And if we can step back and go, this isn't where I want to be. So what did I do to get here? Okay. What am I going to do differently to get there? Mm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And by doing that, you start doing exactly what you were saying, manifesting what you want rather right. than you do not want. And that's right. why, you know, it's, it's the same whether it's health, whether it's fitness whether it's money, it does not matter what it is. It all starts with what it is that you really want mm -hmm. and what you need to change to get there. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. To help our show reach more listeners just like you, please let us know how we've changed your life by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. That's strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. 
another thing that you um, posted that I'd love for you to talk about. Um, first, explain what it is for those listeners that maybe go, well, I kind of think she knows what that, I th- kind of think I know what she means, but I'm not sure. <laughs> and then talk about them. And that is expendable habits. So first, what uh-huh. are expendable habits? Like what is an expendable habit? And then talk about what some of those are. Because I think a lot of us have those. And for whatever reason, we're just clinging to them. And I, I sometimes think what we know is that's our normal. <laughs> not that we like it, but it's familiar. So that's why we cling because it's just what it's just what we're familiar with, even if we don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, explainable habits are typically those habits that we have that doesn't really do anything for us as a person, as a human being, for our bodies, and that we can really just swap out for something else. And I really love this topic because when somebody tells me I do not have time for exercise. We have to go through a place of tell me about your day because I guarantee you sometime in that day you're doing something where you can give up 20 minutes and go exercise and you wouldn't even miss that thing. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, it is technology. (laughs) Ah, Yes, we're pretty addicted to that, aren't we? TV, social media, Mm -hmm. all of that. And And even sometimes it is a matter of putting down your phone while you're eating so you can pay attention to what you eat, eating mindfully, appreciate the food, enjoying the food. Otherwise, you end up having a whole meal and then some and not even tasting it. And that's why you feel peckish because you didn't pay attention to what Mm -hmm. you've actually ate. So that would be one of them. Another thing is, is the the quick drive to uh, the takeaway Mm. (laughs) shop because I'm too tired to cook or even microwave dinners. They are loaded with sodium and all kinds of processed preservatives that is just not good for us. So that's, that's the other thing, you know, just quickly heat up a meal or quickly get a takeaway that um, would also be a habit that would be expendable. And then um, I think, there, oh, there are so many actually, but a thing that's very important to me is, and it comes back to, to the whole mindset thing, it would be the, the way in which we look at life. Mm. You know, it's so easy to say, oh, I had such a hard day at work. You know, that boss of mine, he really gets up my ass or yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. Instead of just, okay, I have a job. A lot of people have been laid off in this time that we are living in now, I have a job. I have a crappy boss, but I have a boss. Yeah. (laughs) I've got a place to go to. Mm -hmm. Just changing our whole thing of not what, not focusing on what we don't have, but focusing on what we have. Right. Rather than that. And there are many, many, many of these, these habits uh, that we can just, you know, expend hitting the snooze button would be one. Mm -hmm. Instead of hitting that snooze button, actually getting up and spending 10 minutes and just start centering yourself through. And when I say meditation, people are like, oh, no, but I don't meditate. Very, <laughs> very <laughs> or something. But it doesn't have to be meditation in the full sense of the word, but just having 10 minutes of thinking of, okay, this is going to be a great day, making your list of what you want to do for the day, maybe setting goals for the day, uh, getting yourself in order rather than having overslept because you kept on hitting the snooze button and then your whole day yeah. is chaos. You're trying to catch up. Oh, yes, you're just trying day. to catch up. Yeah. 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 No, love that. And these are, like, again, I said, these are a lot of things I think a lot of us do. Um, and I think actually a lot of us are like, I, 
I don't, I shouldn't do these things. I don't want to do these things, but it becomes our familiar. So we just keep doing it and complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> or how I'm complaining we, about the result. And we all have it. And you know what's so interesting? How easy it is to fall into those bad patterns. Yes. So a lot of people have this habit of before bed to watch TV or browse social media. Mm. And what we don't actually realize is that actually influences the way we sleep. We actually sleep better if you put away technology 30 minutes before mm-hmm. we're going to bed. Yeah. But we get so like, oh, but this is my time out, uh, chill out time. And it becomes a habit rather than forming another habit, which is better for you. Right. Social media away, reading a book, reading a chapter, which also is another part of wellness, feeding the mind a little bit, you know, improving self-improvement on some right. level. Yeah. So... It's easy to fall into the bad ones. (laughs) It is. And we all do. And we, and we all can do it and all have done it, which again is why not sitting there and using it as an excuse to, for that internal dialogue and to stay stuck and, you know, um, sabotage ourselves to just recognize and go, if I can do that and manifest that so well, imagine what I could do by just reframing my thinking in the opposite direction as the upswing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So I would talk about your 30 days consistency challenge, because I think a lot of people don't realize or don't put as much weight on how important consistency is. Now, consistency in anything you do, consistency with your bad habits yields a very successful result. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you, again, if we look at that big end picture, like this is what I want to achieve. So we're just going to do some, we're going to do these things for a short amount of time. And then we kind of fall back into like our familiar, but the consistency, I really want to hammer on this. So I love that you have, I love, it's a 30 day consistency challenge, not like a weight loss challenge, not a get bigger biceps challenge, not a, you know, it's a consistency challenge. When I saw that, I'm like, this this is something. So I want you to talk about that for our listeners. Okay. So I think we are all have become, I call us a fast food generation. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we want instant results. We want instant everything. And that is why there's such a lot of things going out at the moment. Quickly get success, quickly lose weight, quickly get into shape. Mm-hmm. And it's great and, you know, they sell and people are getting successes. But if you should follow up on these people, you would probably see that they have not sustained it. And it is purely because of the fact that, like you said, we did it for a short period of time. We managed to do it for a short period of time, but it's not become a habit. It has not changed behavior. It's not changed who we are. It has not changed anything really. Right. And if you have to do it again, most people will not be able to because it was hard. They didn't enjoy it because yeah. it is usually very restrictive as well. Mm-hmm. So consistency is the key in success. It does not matter what you decide to do. If you decide that you're going to walk for weight loss because you don't do like running or you don't want to do anything else, you don't want to spend money on a membership, you can't spend money on a membership, it does not matter. If you walk consistently every day, you will get fitter. You will start losing the weight. Mm-hmm. And once you get there, when you, you've lost it, then you can add something else. I am very, very uh, a firm believer in to not overwhelm yourself. Right. To, to see this as a journey and not a race. If you really want to have a 
happy and content life, you should really see it as a journey. So let's take walking again. You walk every day for 30 days, you achieve some weight loss, you achieve feeling better, you achieve getting fitter, most definitely. And then from there on, you can add a new habit, which you focus on for 30 days. Usually 21 days, you need to start forming a habit, but I like just 30 days because our minds think in in months. So 30 days is obviously the thing. Right. And and that's with everything. And, and it's the same with, you know, cutting caffeine. So many people mm. just want to drink less coffee. But if you're going to drink less coffee for two weeks and they do these like, I'm on a two-week sugar fast, I'm on a two-week coffee fast. But what happens after that? You go yeah. back. We go back. You just go back. Yeah. You just go back to the bad habits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, consistency is most definitely key. I love it. I, I love that you have a consistency challenge. And I, I'm going to challenge our listeners to go check it out and, you know, participate in the consistency challenge. <laughs> so, yes. And yeah. once no. you've made it, let us know. <laughs> exactly. Feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. So, please, right now, I want you to take this moment and tell for everybody that's listening, give all of your links, all of your con- like, where can people find you? How can they contact you? Where can they find you? Where can they, you know, like give them your IG, all of that, your Instagram, I mean, all of that stuff. This is, this is where you get to tell everybody where, when they're done listening, where they're going to go next. <laughs> to learn okay, more. well, I'll- Obviously, on, on Instagram, you can, and I'm sure you'll probably put it in the show notes because mm-hmm. it's one of those complicated um, names. It's at Lechaim, and Lechaim is a Hebrew word which means celebrate life. It's cheers mm-hmm. to life. So um, that is what it means. So it's at Lechaim Instagram, and then I've got Lechaim Health Facebook as well. Okay. And uh, I also am on, on LinkedIn, which is just under my name, Krishna Ravise. And I... Yes, and I've also got a Facebook group where we do some lives from time to time on more intense topics and really taking people through it. And then my website is www.lechaim.com. And there you can... Lechaim.com? Dot com, yes. Okay. And there you can have access to me and send me an email and... Excellent. All of that, yeah. Well, I... Really, it's been such a, such fun talking with you and just your uh, perspective and your philosophy is so fresh and I think it's so, so needed. Um, I think that you have a lot to offer. I think anybody that ha- that is working with you and wants to work with you is incredibly lucky because, I mean, you get it um, and you have a lot of not just the academia, but just sort of like grassroots understanding. Of um, and a lot of a lot of what you said in the show certainly resonated with me. I'm sure it resonated with our listeners. So I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule um, to join me on this show. And I would love to have you back again so we can do this again because um, I think there's a lot more things we can talk about and share with people. But um, thank you so much. Um, Dr. Ravise, I hope I said that no, right. please. Uh, everybody calls me Dr. Chris. <laughs> Dr. Chris, that's easier. Okay, well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. And the so doctor much. just came because of the title. You know how right. um, when you work with people one-on-one for a long time, they like to say, you know, it, it has this thing, I work with a doctor, you know, my doctor. Right. So, <laughs> right. And that's yeah. where it came from and it just stuck kind of. Oh, love it. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much um, for being here today and for taking the time to talk with me. It's been a pleasure. I am Tanya Fines with the Strong by Design podcast. Please leave a comment. Let us know how you enjoyed the show. And don't forget to uh, give us a five-star review. And I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you. 